It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. One of the primary plaintiffs in the case that went before the Supreme Court on Friday is Gary Rabine, gubernatorial candidate in the aforementioned uh, state of Illinois. And he joins me now. An important lawsuit regarding the vaccine mandates. And Gary, I, first let me say thank you uh, for joining me. This is an audible this morning. I wanted to make sure that the American people, the Patriot audience and others were able to hear from your perspective Uh, from a business perspective, uh, from all the other factors that are involved, and, of course, the legal. So thank you. Hey, David. Thanks for having me. Gary Rabine, um, actually, uh, you know, business entrepreneur. I've got a bunch of businesses here in Illinois. I'm also running for governor of Illinois as well. So just so so you know ahead of time. All right. Yeah, we've got that. And by the way, thanks for the correction on the name as we're working by text, et cetera. It's Ray Biden. I said Rabine. Uh, Gary, let's go to the case first. Again, arguments by Chris Kobach before the Supreme Court. I just mentioned as you were on the line, uh, some of the contradictions and controversy and outright uh, lies about this uh, when it comes to numbers, say, being given by a justice on the court. But let's talk about the, the, the plaintiff's position, your position, why, how and why you're involved in this case. Yeah, Dave, you know, so here, here's the thing. I, I was one of the uh, originators, the founders of a group called Job Creators Network about 12 years ago. Um, uh, about five of us got together and started this organization. Uh, Bernie Marcus, it was his idea, the founder of Home Depot, and he wanted to, he wanted to you know, protect small businesses and jobs in America basically shine the light on bad regulation that happens in our country and mostly federal regulation that hurts jobs. So we started with that mindset. It's grown to over a few hundred thousand small businesses now, only 12 years later. Um, I've been involved ever since. So when when we knew that this law was coming out, Biden was going to be passing this law, we were were up in arms. And so myself and a few other CEOs and Job Creators Network, as well as uh, Alfredo, the CEO of Job Creators Network, filed this uh, lawsuit. We went to the circuit court. We had some good good results there. And then uh, at the uh, Sixth Circuit, um, they ended up upholding his uh, mandate. And we then we then immediately appealed it to the Supreme Court. That's where we were at last Friday, the Supreme Court. And we think it went really well. I mean, again, when you look at the the left, uh, you know, the the, the politicizing that we we heard um, with uh, you know Justice Sonia. Right. With uh, only ninety six thousand five hundred extra um, uh, on the uh, kids in hospitals that she that she basically stated. Right. Ninety six thousand five hundred extra kids in hospitals. And actually, the number numbers show uh, many on ventilators is what she said. Right. Um, It's crazy how politicized um, a justice could be. Right. But we're we're very optimistic that uh, that that we're going to we're going to win this thing. We think that, yeah, there, there was her and a couple others. We think they're, you know, are left on this case, um, which it, it should be a left and right issue. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we're at. We, and what we're seeing in the Chicago area is, 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 is amazing, right? We've got police, our police force is down a bunch right now. Uh, we have the most murderous uh, city in the country. We're the, we're the murder capital of America right now. Um, five times, five times the amount of murders as New York City, which is no safe haven in Chicago. And yet we're going to have, we're going to have many more police leave and then when we, we look at business, my business, we have a few hundred employees in our business. About 20% will leave. 
if, if we if we if we follow through with this mandate and, and I've, I've promised my team uh, we would never follow through with a mandate like this to watch you know to fire our, our, our best people in many cases because they won't take a, a vaccine will never happen in the Rayvine group of companies yeah when you think about the effects on your business and I'd like to have this from the again why you're here uh, for the business owners yeah. view of this the effect of these mandates, real-world effects, decisions that you would have to continue to make and evolve, uh, evolve with as this plays out, if it's not overturned, what was that? What does that mean, or what do you have to do? Well, I mean, so it means this. Um, okay, we we have to. I mean, the, the, it basically states that. Okay, and I I believe this is a Trojan horse. The, the, the director of OSHA basically said that it's starting at, it's starting at 100, but it's going to go to, you know, basically admitted it's going to go to 50 next. So then it goes to, you know, five or, you know, five or 10 next after that. So they basically want to encompass, you know, the, 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 you know, all employees across the country eventually. So we know that. Now, when they also say, well, you can test, okay, you have the option of testing. Well, guess what? There's not enough tests out there. So, so you're not going to be able to test. So you, so you need to, you're going to, you're going to have to vaccinate or fire employees. Okay. Well, when we look at our business, David, here's what we got. We've got we got a few hundred people, but the most independent-minded, the leadership. We, we grow our businesses with great leadership-minded, independent-minded people. Um, the reason the reason I can run for governor is because my businesses all operate without me, with great leadership that we that we've mentored or we've found. Okay, and 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 those the best of those leaders are very independent-minded people. They're the ones who will leave because they they're not going to be told they must put something in their body. Um, so here, here's what we're going to have. We're going to have about 20% of our, of our employees will go, will we'll fire. We'll have to fire or they'll leave, okay? But that's not where it ends because when those 20% leave, they're, they're going to be ruining the, those groups of, of services that we, that we provide, and they'll be, we'll, we'll be getting rid of 40, 40 50% of our teammates because we can't serve our customers any longer. So now when you can't serve your customers any longer – not, not only do they go, if they go somewhere else, there won't be any, the, 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 the supply chain will be damaged in a big way, all right? But here's what, what's, in the, in the end, it's the working families that get hurt the most. Not, with, with loss of jobs, the most independent-minded ones that won't take a vac- vaccination, the, the strongest willed in many cases. And then what happens is inflation, okay? We, our inflation's at an all-time high now. What's it going to look like when 15 to 25% of the workforce is, is, is not in the workforce any longer, right? Um, it, it, inflation then hurts again the work, you know, working class families. It's, 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 this isn't something that's going to hurt the, the elitists. Um, so, it, so it's really a, a very damaging, uh, very damaging law to our society if it happens, and we've got to stop it. This is the what's not being talked about as much out there, Gary. That what you're describing, what it does to the business, the people, and the families, but also businesses interact with other businesses, as you and I know. The B two B world is a part of how our economy functions. For your company and beyond, if you will, what would this mean to? Groups of businesses as they begin to see these reductions, as you've described, or in other forms. Yeah, so we have a perfect example. We have 13 companies, David, and and uh, you know only one of them has over 100 employees. But because I own the majority, you know we're we're, we're with common interests. I, I I I'm part of this group. You know, on two sides of it, we have one company with over 100 employees, and together we have over a few hundred. But here's what happens: those small businesses, the the ones with you know four, five, ten people, are decimated. I mean, when when they lose you know three, two, three, four people. And this is small business. They can't provide the service to their customers any longer like they once did. 
right? So, so it's a it, it, it's a it's a domino effect, and and so small business will be decimated. I'm, I'm around, you know, restaurants right now are, are they, they they're not they're not open. They're they're full full hours in, in almost all cases around the Chicago area right now because they can't find people any longer. And, and, and by the way, the restaurants that I'm friends with that, that have a few nice restaurants with maybe 100 employees, um, they're, they're operating with about, about two-thirds two -thirds, uh, of their employees in most cases, and they're shutting down uh, at, at, uh, at, at 5 o'clock instead of 8 or 9 o'clock. They're opening later. Um, their, their revenues are down. And, and in all, it, it hurts the tax base, too, because they're not going to be profitable if they do stay in business. So there's not going to be profits to tax from. So it just hurts everybody, and it's, and it's a it's a red state blue state thing. We go across the border to Indiana, and man, it's like a free country there. Illinois, it's like it's 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 like uh, you know East and West Germany. It's it's there's there's a distinct difference when you travel from Illinois to Indiana right now, uh, and, and it's it's really crazy that that these 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 blue states are are, are this uh, this you know, you know, they're, they're tyrannical, really. They're really tyrannical, whether it be the governor of Illinois, the Pritzker, or the mayor, Lightfoot. These people really are, are, are high on this power that they think they have. Yeah, and yet, you know, the virus, what's not political is the virus. Yes, it exists. It is real. We know the different variants. We've got a lot more information. We know who's most likely affected, you know, mortality rates. So we look at all of this. So what we're looking at is a policy difference that you're describing. If if there was a reasonable approach to this, how would you see a reasonable approach to having the economy function, businesses function, and a recognition that there's a highly transmissible, though lesser effect uh, on us, upper respiratory infection? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think we have an amazing example that our, our our great country, America was founded on the state powers, right? And, and Biden's going to find out that the federal government doesn't have this, this overreach. And, and what's going to happen is our governor and, 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 and crazy governors like ours, right, uh, you know, Pritzkers of the world, are going to follow this, this, this president. And when he, he's going to lose this battle, I'm very, pretty confident we're going to win this. And then the states, are, the, the, the crazy states like ours, are going to pick it up, and they're going to make this their state law. Uh, Pritzker already has this ready and in place that, that it's, now it's going to be a state mandate instead of a federal mandate. He met with Biden the, the, the same day of, of, our, of this law, of this uh, Supreme Court hearing. He met with him at O'Hare Airport to talk about that. And so guess what? Now, now in Illinois, Pritzker is going to put this mandate in place as a state law. And now we've got to figure out how to go after that. But again, this, this is just a you know, uh, tyranny at its finest. And, and OK, but here's the difference. Look at it. All you got to do is travel across to Indiana. They have no more deaths than Illinois. Their sicknesses are no different than Illinois. Okay, yet our economy is being decimated. We have about 6% unemployment, David. They're about 3%. So we've got about 180,000 people more out of work because, because, of our, because our practices, our, our, uh, our unemployment practices, our bonuses to the, to the end on unemployment. And then, and then now what we're doing with, this, with, this, with COVID, all right, we have 6% we have compared to 3% out of work. Now, that's a big number, 180,000 more jobs that aren't in play in Illinois because of our ignorance and, and no, no healthier of an environment. Okay, so it's, we should be using the data state to state. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about having these 50 states. We could be comparing and collaborating. Instead, these, these governors like ours uh, are, don't care. I mean, they, they, they like the power, they, and, and we're going to beat him because of that. 
We have the state level next, as you mentioned. I saw another story about Washington State now talking about uh, detention that they have on the books for the legislature to vote on for someone around COVID. There's a lot of these laws and uh, policies being put in place. Connecticut, because it works so well in New York, deciding that COVID positive elderly patients can go back into nursing homes. We saw the deadly tragedy under Andrew Cuomo in New York uh, that played out. So, you know, if they can't win at the federal level, you, you're before the Supreme Court. We're awaiting a uh, orders from this uh, sometime today. We will see what happens and more. Uh, it goes to the state level. So what can you, and we can step in, now let's evolve into the political. You're running for governor of Illinois. You're a candidate there as well. Uh, but into the political of why this then just goes to the next level, it's as if, well, the Supreme Court said no, so let's do it somewhere else. And is that also an overreach of the 10th Amendment and a misapplication of powers at the state level in your view? It, it, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. I mean, we, uh, when was it okay for for any government to tell you know tell its uh, um, you know tell its citizens that they must you know put put something in their body? Right? It's crazy. And and here, only two years ago, David, we look at labor law, and this is Illinois is going to use this their, their labor department. They, you know, OSHA didn't work out so well with the federal government, so they're going to try it. And, and, and with our labor, our labor board is going to be pushing this now. Okay, our labor department in Illinois. Okay, so it's a different, it's a little bit different twist that we're going to have to understand and go after if we're going to go after and sue them for this and, and try and stop it, which, which I'm not, I, I'm definitely uh, passionate about stopping this. Okay, okay, well, here's the thing. When you, when you look at this and you, and you say, okay, uh, you know, is it, uh, is it legal? Okay, two years ago, by the labor, by labor board standards, if I would have told any employee to do something to the, for, for their own health to stay as an employee of, of our company, um, we would have been, we would have been sued, and we should, and we we, we deserve to lose, and we would. Only two years ago, you could not by, by labor standards, you couldn't tell an employee that they must go get a shot or uh, for for their own health. I mean, it wouldn't it, it would be totally illegal. Now all of a sudden, because of because the federal government uh, you know, pushing it down and state government saying it's okay, and and and, and us uh, not holding the and them also not holding these these. Uh, these companies like Pfizer accountable. I mean, they, they have no liability. There's no liability, uh, government-wise, um, uh, you know, dr- drug company-wise. And now they're going to take the liability off the backs of all businesses too, right? To to, ba- to basically give these vaccines. It's a total overreach, and it, it's a total the total uh, destruct- destruction of our freedom. My guest, Gary Raybine, I'm going to make sure I say that correctly. You know, it's a habit. I had a friend who actually went by the shorter version. So I got to get the emphasis on the right vowel there, Gary, and in the right way. Uh, Also a a candidate for governor in the state of Illinois, the website, raybineforgovernor.com. This is an interesting time, Gary. The politics and the, uh, I would say, the medical decisions, right? What you would expect to be more scientifically driven than ideologically driven decisions. I can't remember a time when I've seen such a convoluted atmosphere of ideological decisions where if the science leads, the country functions better and therefore other after effects or downline effects like increased poverty and disease, increased inflation, economic factors as well, don't become more the danger in the long run. 
And as someone running for governor in your state, you have certainly uh, likely looked at the, the pension mismanagement, pension failures, economic failures, uh, tax policy structures, and more. Uh, how do you see the turnaround from the state level? What What's the pathway uh, whether for yourself or other states, if you were to reach the governor's mansion, to turning around some of these policies that have been detrimental to the states and therefore the American people. Yeah, so, so David, I, I've been in the RGA, the Republican Governor Association, for business reasons, because I've grown my business across the country. And so I, I got in an RGA about five years ago. And, and I, when I watch the best governors of those, those, those RGA governors, when I watch them collaborate, politics don't come into play. It's all common sense. Common sense and the best of them cannot be bought, okay? That's how I've been all my life, and that's how the best, best in my opinion, the best politicians do their, their, their job, just like a great business person. Like, and I compare Donald Trump to that, person that, that just you know, got stuff done, it, it, you know, couldn't be bought, and, and, uh, and, and that's what I look at. In, in Illinois, we've got so many data points to look at, right? We've got the highest pension debt per capita in the country. We've got the most. We got the second most people that left our state last year. 122,000 people left our state last year for other places, for other addresses. The best. I mean, the best realtor for the Midwest for other states is our governor, Pritzker. Okay. I mean, he's chasing people out of here in droves. Okay. When when you look at all the data and you and you look at you know all, all this you know on on, on in all all fronts we're losing when it comes to property values, David. We're, our property values in Illinois residentially are down 25, 30 percent from 2008 values, okay? Why is that? Well, because it's kind of supply and demand. As people move out, there are a lot of places left over. People are dumping places for next to nothing. And also, by the way, our taxes are the highest in the country now, higher than, higher than California even in Illinois. That wasn't the case 10, 15 years ago. We were kind of average when it came to cost of living, when it came to taxes and these things, right? So it's, 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 a, it's, it's really not that difficult to figure out. Um, I've, I've got a great economist, a couple of great economists on my team already that I hired early on, Dave. And, you know, I've got Art Laffer, I've got Steve Moore. These guys are my friends and they're on my team to help, you know, help figure out the solutions to the problem. But, you know, the more, the less you tax, the more you get, actually. And, and, we, and we, Indiana proved that with Mitch Daniels. They were way higher taxed and way higher regulated than Illinois. Today, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're kicking butt. I mean, they're, they're, their taxes are lower across the board. Their property taxes are one-third of what they are, you know, half to one-third of what they were, and they're, and they're kicking our butts. Their property values are 140 50% higher than 2009 values when they lowered their property taxes. Illinois, our property taxes are two, you know, 200 300% higher than 2008-9, and our values are lower. The only, one of the only states in the country like that, Dave. So really, it's it's a, it's, a, it's simple economics, right? And, and it's simple simple business. Serve the customer better than anybody else, and you'll get all you want of those customers. If if, if you treat them like like heck, right? They're, they're not coming back. And that's how that's that's what we're doing in Illinois. We're, there's no customer service. We don't care. And when I win as governor, we, we're going to change that. We're going to serve our customers in the state of Illinois. We're going to roll back property taxes and do a lot of things to get people coming back and and, and get businesses to want to grow in this great state. Right now, that's not the case. My guest again, Gary Rabine. Uh, Rabine for governor. Uh, com is the website. One of the plaintiffs in the National Federation of Independent Businesses versus Department of Labor, Occupational Safety and Health Administration that was heard last Friday 
in the Supreme Court. Uh, Gary, first of all, let me say thank you for jumping on this morning. We did a lot of early shuffling, gave Kent an early wake up on the West Coast. Uh, But these are important cases to the American community and having your voice and the perspective, uh, you know, the plaintiff's perspective on this is important. I appreciate it, David. You know, we've got a lot of stuff going on here in Illinois, and we've got a lot of, lot of problems to solve, but we've got a lot of opportunity. And you have as many problems as we have in Illinois, the opportunities are abundant to change this crazy state around to a growing state instead of a, instead of a dying state. Well, I look forward to more conversations. We'll do one focused on the governor's race uh, soon. So we'll have you back on that. We'll follow this case and uh, stay by your phone. I've got your phone now and I might be calling you as this case develops or we get something out of the Supreme Court. You got it, David, anytime. I appreciate the, your conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, the website for his campaign, Raybine for Governor. R-A-B-I-N-E. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.